Well, as I preached yesterday in, in Lyons, we are in Matthew 23, and we're going through what are called the eight woes. And uh, many scholars have noted how these eight woes are in contrast to the eight Beatitudes. And uh, there's kind of a, a sandwich effect, if you will, here in the Gospel of Matthew, because the Beatitudes, we find the very first thing uh, that Jesus speaks about in his discourses in Matthew chapter 5. And then Matthew 23 is really kind of wrapping up Jesus' uh, public teaching and discourses. And uh, we're getting ready to move into the whole Passion narrative, the Last Supper and the Passion narrative. And so they form kind of bookends for the Gospel of Matthew. You've got the Beatitudes that exemplify the virtues, and then you've got the woes that um, exemplify uh, vice, essentially. And and the Pharisees are the ones that uh, demonstrate these kinds of vices. Uh, also, again, I kind of draw our attention to the humor here. You know, Jesus, he was... Uh, there's a lot of humor. It's subtle. You really got to kind of catch it. Um, but he was kind of, he would do rough and tumble sort of discourse oftentimes and be very playful in what he was saying. Um, sometimes good humoredly, sometimes in kind of a, a barbed fashion. And in this case, you know, he says, you strain out the gnat and you swallow the camel. Uh, it's really a pretty humorous um, image that he's putting forth. So at that time, um, what what they would do is they would take like kind of uh, what would be equivalent of a cheesecloth and they would use it to strain the wine. So if they're taking wine from various um, vats or containers and they're putting it into containers that you know in which it was going to be stored for a long time, they would have to strain it just to get the sticks out and all these sorts of things. Um, and uh, you know there might be a bug you know in the wine, a gnat. So you'd strain out the gnat to make sure that the wine that went into your bottle was was uh, clean. And so here is to get this picture of the Pharisee who's focusing on, oh, don't make make sure the gnat doesn't get into the wine bottle. But yet he lets the camel get into the wine bottle. Okay, so he's focusing on the little things and he's neglecting um, the big things, the more important issues and and uh, virtues that the law teaches us about. This is also, though, important to notice. Um, He says, okay, so you pay tithes of mint and dill and cumin. So, you know, you've got these very kind of minor plants. Uh, If I'm not mistaken, I would think mint and dill and cumin are, you know, kind of small plants. You know, you don't really use them for nutrition purposes. Use them for um, flavor and spice, basically. So they're kind of a minor... Um, accompaniment to a dish that's not a mainstay, it's not a staple crop. Okay, so these are very minor kind of um, plants or crops. And the Pharisees take this minor crop and they're very uh, careful to tie that to the temple. And uh, But they neglect the weightier things. So that's the straining of the gnat and the swallowing of the camel. But notice what Jesus says, though. He goes on. I think you can kind of overhear, you know, miss this if you don't listen closely. He says, these you should have done without neglecting the others. So the whole thing of judgment and mercy and fidelity, these you should have done without neglecting the tithing of the mint and the dill and the cumin. So he's not necessarily saying it was bad to strain that gnat out of there. He's not saying necessarily... 
uh, or he's not at all, in fact, saying that it was bad to tithe the mint and the dill and the cumin. It says you, you actually should do that. Don't neglect to do that. But make sure that first things are first and the weightier matters of the law are being given a priority and are being paid attention to first and foremost. So, you know, there's kind of a false spirituality on the one hand that that focuses on the small things and neglects the big things. That's a kind of a Pharisaic spirituality. That's, that's a stupid, you know, spirituality. But on the other hand, I think there's the opposite error. You can say, well, let's really talk about what matters, uh, what the important things are and forget about the little things. Actually, Jesus is not saying that. He's saying, pay attention to both the big things and the little things. Okay? Um, so for us, you know, as uh, 21st century Catholics, What's that mean? You know, what are the little things for us? Well, maybe, you know, different things that have to do with how we uh, say Mass, the different rules, the, the rubrics, and the liturgical um, uh, norms of the Church. Those might be the gnats, you know. Uh, and Jesus is saying, don't neglect those. So it's important to get those right. Uh, but at the same time, let's remember the important things, um, the weightier things, judgment, mercy, and uh, fidelity. If we, if we do the big things... Uh, and we're responsible towards those, then we can also do the little things as well. Um, and we can do those with great love, and they can take upon themselves great value. Uh, I'm reminded of uh, St. Therese of Lisieux. She talks about uh, the little way, the little way of St. Therese. Maybe some of us are familiar with that kind of uh, Theresean spirituality. Every little thing that we do, if we do it on the motive of charity, it has great value in God's eyes. So, my brothers and sisters, let's pay attention to judgment, to mercy, to fidelity, uh, but also let's not neglect the little things and let's do them with great love.